Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, episode 24, the one where we all have problems. I didn't really know what else to call it. Well, I mean, we really all do, right? This is true. We all have problems. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm good. Um, I'm good. You know, it. I, my own mind plays games on me often these days, but as far as like we are healthy and we're happy and we have a roof over our head and plenty of food to eat. So we are doing just fine. Yep. Despite all the other circumstances, you know, we're good too. Right. And you know, let's, okay, let's go ahead and do a uh, review really quick and then we can just start in on our lives. Okay. This is from Alexis. I'm going to butcher this. Ganya, Gonya. I would say Ganya. Sounds good. She says, I love these ladies. They're powerful, inspiring, uplifting, encouraging, and real. I learn something new every time I listen, whether it's about field work, office work, or being a good wife and someday mom through all the seasons. Kylie and Whitney have really changed my negative outlook on a lot of things to a positive one. I look forward to each episode. Thank you. Yeah, it makes it worth it when you have reviews like that. I mean, we're not trying to change people's lives. That's not our whole end goal. But even if it changes or brings light to one small aspect of your life, it it definitely makes it worth it to hear reviews like that. Yes, that's why we do it for that review right there. And especially since we're recording on a Wednesday again, because our lives just do not match up. They don't puzzle piece together perfectly. So we're just doing the best we can. Yep. Doing with what we got. (laughs) I guess life's kind of like that right now. So maybe... Maybe people won't be too upset that the the episodes don't come out on Monday. Maybe we should just switch it to Wednesday because I'm pretty sure we get it every other Wednesday. (laughs) I was just thinking that when I was working out. I'm like, uh, maybe we should just switch it to Wednesdays. That's okay. So how is planting? Plant 2020 underway. Oh, heavens. um, It is really pretty good. We're actually halfway done with all of our acres. and um, But then these last couple of weeks, well, I guess really it's just been like the last five or seven days we have had like mm, three inches of rain total. And that's a lot. Like our soil was great. It was working beautifully, but we still weren't dry by any means. And then like in two days we had two inches and then it started to dry out. And last night we got a bad storm and otherwise it's going great. I know. Isn't it? I. It's so weird. Like if we could just swap weather, we would all be in such a better situation because we're droughted we haven't had moisture in like 60 days 65 days it's dry we we're just custom planting now we haven't started on any of our own acres but bart is knocking out the acres custom planting so that's good that's awesome and and speaking of drought i just have this sitting beside my desk and it says the lord will guide you always he will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame he knew that we were in a drought and needed i needed to see that today Right. I have another, like my Jesus calling that I shared that I would be happy to share by the end of it. Um, it's perfect for today. What we're all going through. So the title of the podcast is the one where we all have problems. And I put 
we always talk about our Instagram, but that's where we have the most like influence, I think. And it, yesterday I was having a down day and I, you know, I almost lectured myself like snap out of it. We all have problems just because you have a different problem from someone else's doesn't mean that your problem is any less valid to you. Or that it doesn't matter. No matter right. how big or small it may seem, it's still your problem. Right. Because I'm sitting here worried about all of these things. And then I'm thinking, okay, Kylie, there are people who literally don't have food to put on the table. And I'm trying to like make myself feel less, my problems feel less important to me. And that's not fair. It's not fair for you to put that pressure. Yes, sure. Somebody has it worse than we do. Absolutely. Um, But we all have our own problems. Yeah. And you should still allow yourself to feel that problem. Otherwise you're going to have it deep down and someday it's going to come out and you're probably going to be a mental, emotional basket case. Right. And I, I think that's all of us right now. Like we probably all are all a little bit of emotional basket cases at times. Um, but like, that's just, what's been weighing on me is that I'm trying to make my, my problems not feel as bad to myself because I know other people have, you know, maybe more extreme problems. We all got problems right now. And if you're out there and you're thinking that this pandemic is not going to affect you in some way, shape or form, it absolutely is. And I I don't think anybody thinks that, but I kind of wonder where everybody's mind is. Um, the ag sector is getting hammered that we are hammered and we talk about it all the time it's it's crap we can't control god willing if we could we sure as heck would but and there's right there's nothing we can do but keep pushing forward because i was thinking about this the other day okay well prices suck yeah we still have to pay the same price for seed the same price to spray our crops the same price to what in our instance water the crops same price to do all this and we have to do it. Otherwise we don't have any income at the end of the year. We have, I mean, we have nothing to show for it. We just as well quit if we're not going to plant that seed. Well, and I think people think at least what I'm seeing and, and reading and seeing and reading those headlines, it can ruin your day. So do that limit, like limit that for yourself. But when I see things like you just care about money, you just care about money. Nobody's saying that to me, but like, let's just say livestock producers or agriculture or the government. And don't get me wrong, but the dollar, the dollar drives li- livelihood. Right. So when we're concerned about not making money at the end of the year, it's not that we're concerned about making money for our camper or our vacation trip. We're concerned about making money to continue our livelihood. It has nothing yeah. to do. It, we're, we're considered about, we're concerned about breaking even not making money. We're concerned about not going in the red, about making those payments for your equipment, paying off your operating, your R-lock. I mean, right. And there's going to be lots of farmers who don't pay off their R-lock this year. Oh yeah, there is. I mean, and I guess that is one good thing that you can do is you are in most instances allowed to roll over into the next year. That doesn't mean you're getting a get out of jail free card. You, you pay interest. That off. Yeah. You're paying that interest and you still have to pay that. You still owe that. But yeah, um, Amanda Radke has this new shirt. I know you've seen it. I got it. And it says planting your seeds is believing in tomorrow. And I truly think that is what farmers are all about. Oh my gosh. The most faith driven profession in the world, in the country, at least like absolutely 100% come at me and argue with me because that's exactly what you do. We just put X amount of acres, hundreds of acres in the ground 
it's 50 degrees outside and we're saturated wet. Like I am still hopeful that those seeds will come out of the ground. Right. And I was just thinking this today, even though the markets, which I, Kylie wanted to talk about like some news on here, just some tidbits. And I'm like, like I literally likely no news. <laughs> likely. Let's be real. So she's going to educate me because I have not watched any and my mind is free of it. I know well, little they're happening, but I was just thinking today. So this is all happening. The prices suck, you know, this, this, and this, and all, all Bart and I have talked about recently is like, dang, we could really use a rain. Like we could just get some moisture. Like we're just, we're letting the bigger picture leave our mind. Otherwise we're just going to be stressed and worried the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Right. It, it, uh, it's nice that we are seeing, uh, in the farm farming sense, it's nice that we're seeing guys get in the field because I think that's a stress reliever. Like, Oh yes. They're able to go out and work and do the one thing that they know is, you know, that they know how to do and that they do well. Um, you know, we've, we've been down for a week. We're going to be down for another week. There's kind of just, you know, just enough rain every few days. It's going to keep us out. Um, and that, that definitely is weighing on, um, our, you know, morale, but in the same breath, we're not behind by any means. I just need those seeds to come out of the ground. Like let's start rowing some, (laughs) some, um, corn and beans. And I think, you know, it'll be better, but everybody in our area is like that. And it's not just us. Um, Warren Buffett on the Van Trump report, we should be sponsored by him because we love that. Um, if we have a strength, it is in recognizing when we are operating well within our circle of competence and when we are approaching the perimeter. Love it. I read that this morning too. And I'm like, I got to repost that. Yeah, it it is really good. He has, he has really great. I think it's what, like 600 bucks a year, which I know right now we're all saying, I'm like, I'm not buying a dishwasher to save money. Okay. So $600 a year is a lot. (laughs) It's a write off though. And I shouldn't say I'm not getting news because that is the one piece of news I will read every single morning. And I, I think that it's a very accurate portrayal of what is happening in our world. It does have his opinion, but it's not like so blaringly in your face that like you can't still absorb the facts and make your own opinion. Right. I agree. Um, it'll be interesting. This is not going away soon. Of course, right now we're in that big quarrel of like some States are opening up. The numbers are going to rise. There's going to be more tests. So the numbers are going to rise in addition to just natural transmission of this illness, this virus. Um, you just need to keep doing what you've been doing. Washing right. your hands, being careful when you go to the grocery store. If, There's nothing more that you can do than that. Like here in Kevin's report, CVS is to start Corona testing in parking lots, which is great. Like the more tests, the better, right? In theory, that's what they're saying. Like the more tests, the more times we can get people isolated as quickly as possible, then to, for them to get over it, the better. Um, the only thing that I think this is totally an opinion piece I think mil- I think way more people have it or have had it. I would agree. Or testing. And that's just me reading and making my own opinion. I'm not going to argue about whether we should open or should not open or whether, you know, we're going to have a huge influx of numbers. We are. Um, but we are going to have to live faithfully. We can't, we cannot live in fear any longer. Well, and just we because our, our stuff opens back up, doesn't mean we're all going out to the bar and having drinks. Right. 
You still and have someone to- doing what you've been doing. Right. And that article then, or people are arguing, okay, well you go out and you go do this or that and you get it and you go to the grocery store. And then my 80 year old grandma comes in. It's what we're living in. This There's is- no, right. We're still doing that now. And, and the interesting thing to me, I think, again, I'm trying not to be controversial. This is just me talking out loud. Um, the interesting thing is like the Walmarts, of course, we're only shopping local, like at our local store, one to patron them, but then also um, just to you reduce exposure to bigger crowds. Right. But I visited with my farming friend who lives in St. Louis, and she said that they went to Menards on like a Wednesday at one o'clock. And she said, Kylie, you would not believe the lines and the amount of people that were in there. That's Walmart. Great. Um, Menards, Home Depot, Lowe's, all these big Costco, Target, all these big stores. Some of them, I think, are locally limiting people in the store, and I don't think some are. And then we have people who are miswearing masks and gloves, and and you know, you just wonder like how much is already out there, how much exposure are we already getting, even at this like reduced they're, social distancing. They're just not being tested. I do think social distancing was necessary. I don't think that that was a bad choice. Like I'm not trying to advocate for everybody going back to their normal life because that's not it. My mom has asthma. Like, no, let's be real. We all want to go back to normal. We, you know, I don't think anyone thought 2020 was going to bring in this much of a shebang, but Mm -hmm. here we are. We're living it. I mean, what do you, what are you going to do? You going to quit? You can't. You just have to keep pushing forward every day. Right. It is. Um, it is tough. I, and, and the media, there's so much media available out there that you can read anything that you want to hear. Oh, yeah. And your mind will believe it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I had to stop. I couldn't, I keep up with like the County, our County de- uh, health department posts, like Kansas numbers every day. And I do look at that every morning, but that is it. Right. It's, it's good to be aware, but you can't be over aware. And like, I'm going to listen to this back and be like, Yo, girl, (laughs) Kylie, get off Facebook. Stop looking at the markets. Don't listen to the news. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's, um, you know, and then, then in the hog sector, it's literally crisis mode for hog producers and really dairy and, and beef also are getting the hammers. Um, so I think we are running at 30 plus percent under processing than we were maybe this time last year. I'd have to get the actual facts up from the National Pork Producers Council. Um, But I did see a really good article or a a little clip from Jen Sorensen, the president-elect for the National Pork Producers Council. She did an interview on CNN. And traditionally, CNN is not super pro-ag. I mean, that's just, that's a fact. Very democratic news. um, I was happy to hear that gentleman just basically like listen and respond and say, we're thinking of farmers. And I think if anything, that this whole, this whole tragedy, really crisis, whatever you want to call it, I pray that it brings light to the like necessity of the food production chain. Right. Jay Hill has a very good video out right now. If you guys don't follow him, you should be. Uh, He just talked about how we should be keeping production in America and we should have been for years. And this is the eye opener that is telling us that we should be. And I pray that once this is over, that we can somehow get that to be more of a truth than what it has been. 
Right. And I do think that a majority, uh, I mean, like a high, 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 high percentage of your pork is produced in America. We have such a surplus of meat. We export a lot. Export markets are hugely important to the pork producers. Um, it would be but, great so, if our crops could be too, but, but I'm going to be the first to tell you when Chinese, when China signed that phase, it's like, yes, which it did never, I don't know that it ever, not yet, past phase one, but it's like, we do rely on some, ec- a lot of exports to have that dollar be higher. Right. And it, it's kind of a mutual need. They want the product just as we want to sell product and vice versa. Um, obviously we're seeing like the PPE shortage because all that came from China. It's business. Um, it, it's business and it's not, it's not easy and it's easily criticizable. I think when right. you're not the one making those decisions. So maybe right now we should all take a second and even if we don't like our political leaders, even if we don't agree with the decisions they're making, maybe just pray for them and uh, appreciate the fact that we actually, even if we disagree, have people who are, you know, trying. Yeah. And, and even on that note, we're not going to change it. Right. Like they're, they're there, they're in their position and we cannot, I mean, we're not going to remove them. They've tried it obviously. Like he's going to be there. He's all those people are working hard to try and do better by the economy and not. I and mean, the people. Yeah. And the people. And I, I think that one big thing, I kind of had a conversation with a lady the other day and it was like, woe is farmers. And I just said, we're not asking for, for like sympathy. Are, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not, we don't need anyone to be sympathetic we just need you to know that we're still here. We're still doing what needs to be done. We're still trying our hardest. And I think that the people in ag are really coming together and like our diversity doesn't matter anymore. We're just all becoming one and that's amazing. And I think that's why ag is being spoken of so much is because we're all just trying our hardest still and want everyone to know that we're still doing that. While we're losing hand over fist financially. We're not asking for you to feel sorry for us in any way. Like we chose this, we chose life. We're still choosing this life. It's just, it's a really hard time and we're, we're going to see who's resilient and who's not, I guess. So president Trump did enact the national, I should have pulled it up on my email. It's, um, it is where they are. Um, oh shoot. National or the defense production act to support, um, meat production, meat and poultry production. Oh, I did. Um, Yeah. It just came through. He actually put the executive order, I think into effect this morning. And, um, it is scary. It is scary because the people who are working in those packing plants didn't necessarily sign up for those, the conditions that they're going to be forced to work in. But in the same breath, like none of us signed up to do, like none of us signed up to live through COVID-19. Right. And, and God bless those people that are continuing to work in there and doing the things they need to do in those packing plants. Cause we rely and, on them. And I hope that they're compensated. Um, I hope that they feel as safe as they possibly can. I hope that the companies continue to make those working conditions as safe as possible, understanding that some of those positions do work closely together. Um, I agree. Yeah. So we'll actually say another prayer for the people working in those conditions as that, as that effect goes or that whatever act goes into effect. Um, as a pork producer, it is one step in the right direction to keeping those, um, to keeping away from a food shortage. 
well, like we said at the beginning, we all have problems are just different. That's another example. Like those people are, you know, struggling and worrying about that. And we're on the other end of the spectrum, you know, mm-hmm. crazy. worried about having to do, you know, I mean, euthanize animals. I mean, that's what's coming down to, yeah. not necessarily for our operation currently, but for a lot of people, it probably for a is. lot of people. And it's, that's like the last thing you ever want to do. Oh, what? I mean, not to mention money loss, but your heart. Oh my heart. You work, you work so hard to raise those animals and then having to just see one be put to death because of what's happening. It's awful. Yep. So we're praying for all of you, everyone, everyone. That's exactly right. And I hope if you need to listen to this episode again (laughs) to hear, Ellie's going to have to, to hear that one part. Stop (laughs) getting on the news. Yes. Okay. Let's end it. Um, we are finishing our cup of coffee and to be honest, I need another. Yeah. I'm going to go get some too. Okay. Here's how different Whitney and I are. I drink coffee black. So does Bart and that's disgusting. Straight up black. Creamer. I I do like creamer. Don't get me wrong. I do like creamer. I need my Um, coffee to almost be white. No, my gosh. It makes my like tonsils. Is that sweet? No, thanks. But um, I have started drinking half calf cause I felt I can feel myself getting like jittery during the day. Cause I drink so much coffee. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Should we have okay. a quote? Yes. Be strong now because things will get better. It might be stormy now, but it can't rain forever. And God, that is not a challenge. Mic drop. Right. Not a challenge though. Because yeah. we do need it to stop raining for a little while. Send, send it to us Kansas. a little, please. Send us a little. Send it to Kansas. You're on the wrong side of us, though. It doesn't come your way after it hits us. No, it doesn't. We get ours from the Rocky Mountains. All right. You guys have a fantastic rest of your week. We may or may not try to hit it in two weeks or, you know, a week and a half come Monday. It may be two weeks from today. You yeah. never know. We'll keep it fresh. And, and we may surprise you and, like, go live or something. Hard telling. We all need a little pick-me-up. Yeah. Stay All right. positive, as positive as you can. Stay healthy. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.